everyone, this is Austin Scher here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with Soral, who is much better known as Polarity Code. He has just put out his all-new single titled An Illusion, and it is stunningly beautiful, and I seriously mean that. Soral, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is a real a real honor. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. Well, I mean, good music deserves to be talked about, so I'm really excited to do just that. Um, to start, uh, I got to be honest. When I wasn't distracted by the beauty of it all, which happened kind of pretty often, I have to say, I was trying to make connections within the lyrics. So I was hoping that you could sort of start us off by letting everyone know what it's about and what's sort of like the overarching theme that you're trying to cover here. Yeah, absolutely. So I won't I won't talk about the personal motivations because I like to have everyone have their own interpretations. Absolutely. But I but I but I will say this. Um, a lot of the songs that I write about are about experiences I've had in my life, observations I've had and things I've learned over time. And so I like to incorporate a lot of these themes into my music, both on the dark side and on the positive side. Sure. And so you'll hear over the course of the song that there are moments which are more upbeat and positive, followed by darker, more morose moments. And then at the end, it's a little bit more upbeat and dancey. And so the, the idea for the song is that it's a three act narrative about life, essentially. Yeah, it is not a standard song by any means uh, for those that are wondering, oh, this is just like, you know, standard verse, chorus, verse song. No, 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 no. This is like a true full on listening experience. Um, it honestly feels like it'd be, it could be a movie score or like input to a really dramatic point in the movie, which I enjoyed a lot. Um, the next thing I really want to talk about here is the production side of things. First thing I'll say is for anyone about to listen, listen on a really nice pair of headphones or a nice sound system because truly it's, a, it's an immersive listen. Um, as far as the production goes, did you do all your production? Did you have any outside help? How did it all sort of come together? So the way the process worked is I put together a couple of demos for the song. Uh, so each of the parts of the song, each of the acts as we'll call them, was a separate demo that I put together. Okay. And after I put the demos together, I started to work on production, but I definitely had a producer help me out. Uh, his <laughs> name is Matt Gunby and he's been working with me on several tracks now. I've been working with him for about three years now. And the typical okay. process is where I'll put together, I'll compose the ideas, I'll put together the demo, the skeleton, and then we'll work together on the production side of things. Wow. And so, so I'll do the, like the, the main compositions uh, sure. and then he'll come in and help me clean some of that up. And then one other thing to mention is on the drumming side, I do co-write all of the drums with a friend of mine. His name's Ron McGuire. So we get together over Zoom sessions actually and, and work on programming drums. And so that's how the drums came about for that song and for most of my songs up until this point. Wonderful. Yeah, that was definitely the next thing I wanted to talk about. As far as the composition and the whole instrumentation side of things, I figured you had a hand of it. That's, you know, obviously one of the most important parts. It is easily one of the most emotional and dramatic pieces that I've listened to in a while. And again, I'm really, I'm not just saying that. Um, what was the inspiration behind it all? I know you mentioned that it's three different demos, but how did you sort of dream it up? Yeah, that's a, that's a fun question to answer. So yeah. I was actually 
wrapping up one of my writing sessions and I went on a walk, which is something I do fairly frequently. And on this walk, I happened to listen to Radiohead's song, Paranoid Android. And if you're familiar with that song, it's also broken up in a similar way structurally where it's sort of three different songs that they wrote smashed together. And I didn't know that that's how they wrote the song at the time. But when I came home from my walk, I looked it up online. That's how they wrote the song. And I was like, huh, I think I want to try to write a song like that. And so that's the actual genesis of that song is I went on a walk, listened to the Radiohead song, came home, did some research and decided to try that for myself. That's incredible. Yeah, you're speaking with one of Radiohead's biggest fans right now. So I definitely could hear that influence for sure. I am actually staring at a Radiohead poster right in front of me. So, nice. so nice. there you go. Uh, that, that's fantastic. Yeah, I definitely I definitely could feel that influence. And then once learning a little bit more about it, I said, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Yeah, I think the other thing I would add is that uh, structurally, I definitely take inspiration from just classical music in general which is a lot more through composed there's not like verse chorus verse chorus repeating patterns and so it's it's a combination of taking ideas from pop music i.e radiohead as well as just some of the fundamental structures and ways that classical music is written yeah so it's a joint joint inspiration i'd say across multiple genres I, I fully see that. And listen, there's enough, there's enough ABBA pop music out there at this point. I think that uh, people like you who like to mix it up and actually try to challenge listeners is where music should be headed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like, as opposed to just like mainstream pop and what's on the radio and this and that. Uh, so, so good on you. Good on you. Keep it up. Yeah, it's fun to challenge myself. I totally. Guess say. <laughs> totally. Um, not to take the focus away from this song, but just taking a look at the future a little bit. In terms of future releases, do you have any idea where you want to go, what you may want to experiment with, or anything that might be in the works at the moment? Yes, uh, absolutely. I have several songs that are either in the queue and or finished with production and mixing and mastering, which I'll be releasing in the coming months. My, My general goal with this project, as of now, of course, this may change, but is to explore classical music in in interesting ways personally. And what I mean by that is I personally don't, growing up, I didn't listen to a ton of classical music. I I listened to it on the side and and for fun or when I was going for a ride in my car, I find it very, very meditative and inspirational, but I never got deep into the genre. And over the last couple of years, I've explored and, and, and studied classical music a little bit more. And in my studies, I've learned that it's a very complex genre of music, n- not only from a listening experience, but also some of the nuances of the compositions themselves are things that I would say the quote, average listener wouldn't be mindful of or wouldn't be aware of. And so my inspiration for this project in general is to try to find ways to reimagine classical music, make it a little bit more relatable and a little bit more relevant in terms of what's happening in music, in mainstream music these days. So whether it's adding synths and electronic sounds like you heard on this song or electronic drums, I have a couple of other songs which incorporate jazz and classical music, some others which are more EDM style. I've also thought about incorporating rap into some of my songs. So just trying to experiment with different ways of bridging together classical music with other genres of music. That's that's a general goal of what I'm trying to do right now. No, no, I love that. I, I, I hear what you're saying on the classical music side. 
I think that for a lot of people, there's this huge barrier to entry when it comes to it, because I mean, not to put it too bluntly, but it sounds old. You know what I mean? Not a lot of people want to, you know, hop back into the 1700s. But at the same time, what you're doing is sort of taking that influence and, you know, infusing a modern take on it, adding those modern day instruments that give it that depth and atmosphere to it. And I think that's uh, definitely where the industry should be headed in terms of that, just because, like I said, there's so much same saying out there, but there's also hundreds of years of music to pull from. So exactly. And, and I mean, Personally, I just love the sound of strings. I mean, I think sure. strings are just the most beautiful instrument. Yeah. And, and so it's like, why not take these amazing instruments that are so dynamic and you can get so many different emotions and articulations right. out of it and just make it a little bit more modern, I suppose. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I mean, we've talked a little bit about what has inspired you in the modern day and obviously classical music as well, but were there any like key artists or even like full length albums in your life that inspired you to take this path as a musician? In terms of classical music specifically? Or anything, just anything, maybe something that you heard that just had such a serious impact on you that you were like, you know what, I'm going to learn how to play instruments and make music for myself. Yeah, I mean, so growing up, it was a lot of rock and roll, actually, and uh, I went through a heavy metal phase, uh, sure. jazz, soul, so a lot of different, a lot of the different pop genres or, or like mainstream genres. Yeah. And over the last couple of years, as I've gotten more into classical music, there are definitely artists. I mean, Radiohead, we've talked about them. Sure. They have a lot of classical influences, especially on some of their later music. Yeah. Uh, Muse is a huge mm -hmm. influence of mine. They have a lot of songs which are directly inspired by classical music and where they quote different classical compositions. Uh, then you have other experimental indie artists like Zola Jesus, yes. Nostalgia, who are some of my favorites and the way they incorporate in the case of Zola Jesus, just operatic vocals with other synth electronic sounds is just beautiful to me right and so the movie soundtracks Hans Zimmer yeah. all of those all of those artists as well so I try to get anyone who's doing some form of classical music and mixing it with other genres of music I find just really fascinating and inspiring these days nice that's really cool uh, so tell me this you've you've gone from start to finish on the release of just music as a whole it starts with the writing and sort of the dreaming it up and then it ends all the way in the music promotion side of things. Is there something specifically that you enjoy the most about the entirety of the process? Including both the composition all the way through promoting as well? Yeah, start to finish from, from yeah, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I have, a, <laughs> I, have a, I have an answer to that. So I, I truly enjoy 95% of the process. Sure. Uh, my like opening up my DAW and seeing a blank, a blank project which I, which I get to write notes on that don't exist, down to composing it, mm -hmm. uh, producing it, recording it, um, and in the case of an illusion, we haven't talked about this yet, but there's actually those were, those parts were recorded by a real string quartet. Uh, the group the group was called Atlas, so just working in that for that particular song, mm -hmm. working with Atlas to get those parts recorded. I enjoy. Uh, producing it with my producer, working on mixing, and I, I didn't do the mixing and mastering, but working with a professional mixing and mastering engineer, sure. all of it I enjoy. The only thing I don't enjoy in the entire process is comping vocals. Comping vocals yeah. is 
painful to me. In fact, I'm, oh, why, probably, why I'm probably going to be using someone else to do that in the process going forward. But outside of that, I enjoy absolutely everything about the process. And then on the promotion side as well, my background is not in music composition or anything music related. It's more in, in business and IT and marketing. Okay. So because of that background of mine, I, I naturally enjoy thinking about how can I find creative and interesting ways to promote this music? What is sure. it that people want to learn more about with my project and anything related to that? I, I truly enjoy coming up with the marketing strategy and just finding different ways to expose people to this music. Right. I mean, in a, in a world that it's never been easier to make music, but it's also never been more difficult to get heard, you kind of have to think out of the box a little bit. So I understand that. But there's so much to the process, it's kind of never ending and always changing. Exactly. And, and for me, um, obviously, I hope people enjoy the music I put out. And I hope that this project ends up allowing me to turn it into a career. Yeah. But even if it doesn't, I'm going to be making music the rest of my life. Totally. I'm going to be I'm going to be trying to advance my skills and just experiment with new and interesting ideas that I come up with. And so um, being able to turn it into something more than that would be amazing. But mm -hmm. even if not, I just I just love writing music. So so, yeah, yeah, it's the passion. It, it keeps you occupied outside of the day to day life. Completely get it. Exactly. Now, for those that listen to your music and for those that are sort of going to dive in for the first time, is there sort of an overarching message that you're trying to put across on everything that you make? Like, what do you think that your music says about you as a person? Oh, yeah, uh, I have a lot to say about this. I can please, please. I can talk about <laughs> this for hours, really. But <laughs> but um. One of my favorite things about this project is the name, Polarity Code. Yeah. Uh, Polarity Code is, is, is me in, in a nutshell, in the sense of I see myself as a juxtaposition of different mm -hmm. ideas. My background is in is technical and engineering, but I'm also doing all this work as an artist on the creative side of things. Right. Uh, I was born in the US and at the same time have parents who are born in India. So I'm culturally kind of a mix of East and West. And it, so in several different ways, I see myself as just a juxtaposition of different ideas and concepts. And I try to have that be the focus of my music as well. Just incorporating ideas that may not otherwise go together, whether it's like in the song in Illusion, parts that start out more more bright and poppy and upbeat, followed by these darker moments after that, and that being sort of a representation of life itself, right? Combining different ideas. So that's that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this project. And, and over, uh, overarching all of it is just a belief in persevering through life, persevering through obstacles, and always trying to come across, always trying to get through and continuously improve to reach your goals, to reach what it is that you want to do in life. But it's, it's, so it's going through these struggles, going through difficult times, but ultimately overcoming them and coming out as a better person as a result. I would say that's the overarching theme of the ideas that I put into, these, into this music. That was a fantastic answer, seriously, from the heart. Um, yeah, I love that. I, I completely get it too. There's just, I mean, you can feel it. You can feel it in the music. There's just a little bit of everything, but it's obviously personal to you. Obviously personal. And although I do try to create music that's not all the same, it does tend to, the songs do tend to end on a positive note. 
Um, even if the music has darker tones, it still ends on a positive note. So that's something that I always try to do is just keep, keep, keep in mind that the goal of life is to enjoy it, to enjoy the journey, not be so outcome focused. And, and that's what I try to get across in the music. Right. Now, as you continue to release music and sort of like a mask uh, discography, I know it would be difficult to recreate these songs in a live setting, just due to the sheer <laughs> amount of sounds and the amount of people you would need to get. Um, but is touring or even playing local shows something that may be in the works or something that you're working towards? I am dreading this question. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know, oh, I know goodness. how tough it's gotta be to even begin to think about it. Yeah, I've, I've uh, given this a fair amount of thought over <laughs> sure. the past couple of years, and I would absolutely love to perform this live. At the same time, it would be a little weird if I had a laptop on stage and hit play <laughs> and this gigantic orchestral sound came across with just one person on stage. Sure. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to find a solution to this. I do want to find a solution to this. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it would be a dream of mine to have the backing of an orchestra while performing these songs, of course, that would be yeah. amazing. I'm not at that point yet and, and um, trying to find uh, a medium uh, a solution before I can get to that point. I don't know what it is yet. It could be something like having a quartet on, on stage performing yeah. the lead parts while I have backing tracks perform, uh, play back all of the other parts to it. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. I, I do want to create an experience that is correlated to the music that's being heard obviously of course i just uh have to give that a little bit more thought and especially this is especially true with other songs that i'm going to be releasing in the future sure some of which are more instrumental in nature and have like just a ton of orchestral parts and it just i'm not yet sure how to how to perform that live with my current uh <laughs> situation but something i am actively thinking about and do absolutely hope to do at some point in the future Cool. Yeah, Great I question. mean, Great you, question. well, the thing is, you're in a tough position because, yeah, sure, you could sort of recompose them and strip them back and have less people, but then I don't think that it would have that same oomph like playing Absolutely. it. And I wouldn't want you to feel shortchanged for giving people a show or an experience that was less than you, you had dreamed it up in your mind. Yeah, it, it's funny for my. Uh, for my brother's wedding gift, I bought him tickets to go see Metallica in oh, San Francisco cool. when they performed with the orchestra, the Seattle oh, orchestra, very cool. the, the San very Francisco cool. orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so me and my brother went to that show and it was like, oh my gosh, this, this music that is like organically metal has this huge orchestra mm -hmm. surrounding it. And it just sounded beautiful. Yeah. And I was thinking the whole time, I, I stopped enjoying the show at some point. I was like, how can I get to the point where I'm doing something like that? Yeah, who can so, I contact <laughs> to get them to <laughs> So I Takes definitely want to, you know, check in with me in maybe a year or so. And, and uh, maybe if you ask me the same question, I'll have a different answer. You got it. Well, that's actually the perfect segue because my next question for you was going to be hypothetically, what does the next year of your life look like? It can be what might be planned, what you'd like to happen, or just a general outlook. I have I have answers to that in all levels of detail. Sure, but sure. I think I think in general I'm planning to release more music. Um, not sure how many songs yet, but uh, I'm going to be releasing singles, uh, which will hopefully lead into the culmination of an EP release. Sure. But but um singles these days are how how people release music so that's yeah. that's the path i'm going to take 
and continuing to work on new music. I have several tracks in the works right now. Um, I'm, I'm getting more to the point where I'm interested in bringing on other collaborators as well. So up mm -hmm. until now, it's been me doing all of the compositions and then working with the producer and the drum programmer, like I mentioned. Right. But I definitely want to get more into collaborating with other people. I've, I've started talking to other artists and musicians about that, but, but uh, hoping to just continue writing music. And then I'm truly looking forward to the promotion side as well. Yeah. I just want to... to find a way to share this music with as much as many people as possible. So I, definitely I, something that I'm interested in. You spent the time, you're putting out a 10 out of 10 product and it deserves to be heard. Like people need to listen to it. So I'm right there with you. Um, so we've, we've spoke about it a little bit um, about who you're listening to and what has inspired you. But I wanna know what has, what have you been listening to maybe over the past year or even just this year's releases? What's been on your playlist? What are you enjoying? You know, it, it's, it's kind of interesting to me because I, I got into composition very, very late in life. Like I, I started in my mid-30s. Before, before my mid-30s, I, I had not composed a single note in my entire mm -hmm. life. I, I, had, I have a lot of training as a singer, but I never wrote a chord progression. I never wrote a bass line. I never did any orchestration. I, I mean, I had zero experience prior to starting this project in 2018. Wow. And because of that, I have been listening to so much music my entire life and not actually using that as inspiration for writing my own music, oh. right? And so the inspiration I have is from decades of listening to music and not having used that inspiration for actually writing my own music. So okay. I actually probably, <laughs> I probably listen to less music than, these days at least than like the average musician i still listen to music quite a yeah. bit but but it's not it's not like i'm constantly listening to a bunch of music because i already have so much inspiration from all these songs that i like sure that i'm just tapping into all that and i just feel like one with with all this like pent-up inspiration yeah. along with the fact that i'm constantly still learning about how to compose and how to incorporate mm -hmm. all these ideas I have every time for example I learn a new music technique whether it's changing the tempo to be in an interesting way or modulating to a different key in an interesting way mm -hmm. that new technique automatically inspires all kinds of ideas for me that doesn't require me or doesn't uh re yeah require me to listen to a lot of music to get inspiration and so right now these days I just open up my DAW start writing and just all kinds of ideas just come to me. It's really, it's really fun. It's really fun. And I wonder at what point that will, that will, that inspiration will sort of run out and I'll have to find something more. But right now I just, I have so many ideas that I want to explore and so many ideas I want to get down on in my DAW that I'm just, I'm right. not listening to as much music as I think maybe the average musician would be. No, I, it's fine. I hear that a lot actually. And I hear it from both sides. I hear it from like, for example, I, like a lot of comedians, like I'll listen to other comedians podcasts and they don't go home and watch comedy. They go home and they watch war documentaries, like the complete opposite, yeah, yeah. you know, to not, to not maybe like uh, take that influence and accidentally create something that is too similar. And then also it's just like in your situation, if you're, if you're surrounded by music 24 seven, you may get burnout. If you're doing it as a hobby and you're doing it when you're feeling inspired and you have the time to sit at the computer and do it, 
listening to too much music and surrounding yourself with it too much yeah you're gonna get that burnout feeling so you know that's a great point i had had not really thought about that in the sense of if i'm writing music and listening to music it's just gonna lead to burnout um that's a great point i I had not really thought about that but that is true is that when i'm not writing music the last thing i want to do is listen to a bunch of music right and again and and it's to your point saying that you know, if I'm losing inspiration or I'm not doing exactly what I want to be doing, yeah, sure, go ahead and explore, check out a discover playlist or whatever it might be. Absolutely. But, but if you're pulling from within and you're figuring out things and you're getting inspired by the things that you're actually doing, do keep it up. If that's your process, just go for it. Absolutely. And yeah, uh, yeah at the moment, I just knock on wood, but I just don't see a point in the near future where I'll, I'll run out of that inspiration. There you go. So, Keep it up. So we'll see what All happens. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So I've got one more question for you at this point, and that's how I like to wrap these things up. Basically, the question is, and you've sort of touched on it, but for the person that is going to discover your music for the first time, and for the person that is going to basically, you know, listen to the music that you've created, what is an opening message that you'd like to pass off to them? Hmm. Interesting question. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I think I think what I would say is these are songs about life. Um, these are songs that are meant to get you to think about how you can achieve the next thing you want to achieve in your life, whether it's getting the new promotion or learning how to cook or going to the gym more often or incorporating meditating into your life or being a better partner, like whatever it is that you want to do in your life, these songs are meant to be a a small microcosm of that journey. That journey isn't always going to be positive. There's going to be struggles along the way. You're, You're not going to want to continue at some point possibly. And it's just persevering through all of that and coming out ahead. Even if you don't achieve your ultimate goal, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process of getting to that point. And, you know, that's, that's all you can hope to get out of life. It's just enjoying the journey as much as possible. So it won't be pretty, but as much as you can do that, that's, that's what I'm hoping to come across in my music. That's a great answer. I think that that message will come across as they listen, just due to the sheer amount of emotion and drama and just the context of it all. Um, Saral, thank you so much for taking the time out of your your day to do this. I'm really happy that we can make this work. And for everyone else out there, Saral is known as Polarity Code, and Polarity Code has just put out an amazing single called An Illusion. Give it a listen. Follow along for more. Sounds like there's much more on the way. Um, I can't recommend it enough. I'm, like, truly grateful for your time. This This is my first uh official interview so awesome. i'm like a little ner- i'm a little nervous i've been a little nervous but i i'm so grateful for your for your time and for your thoughtful questions and i'd, I'd love to chat again with you soon absolutely i hope i hope i made it easy i hope it made it to be an enjoyable experience this has been great <laughs> yeah, this has been uh, very awesome. great. so thanks you thank you so you're, much you're very welcome uh again thank you so much i hope you have a great rest of your day we'll keep in touch and i uh and we'll also we'll speak soon Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you so much again as well. Yeah, take care. Bye bye.